Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos NBA Defense Day podcast. It's your boy, and of course, we're gonna be talking about the December fifteenth eight game slate. Uh, but before we deep dive into that, Kenny, how how are you feeling? It's, uh, I guess it's been one hell of a week, of course. And uh, talk to me about the slate. Ah oh, man, nah man, I'm, I'm I'm feeling great. I'm a little um, I'm a little down on a few former NBA player. Um, you might remember Shane Larkin and Mario Hazonia. They actually ended up pushing some props for me that would actually gave me a huge morning. I'm talking about multiple 25 X's in the morning for EuroLeague. Um, if Larkin would have stayed under assist and if Mario Hazonia would have went over 12 points, they both ended up with um, a push six assists for Larkin and 12 points for Hazonia. But moving on into NBA, man, I'm, I'm liking this slate, man. I'm, I'm still disappointed we don't have any more in-season tournament Fridays, but <laughs> you got a couple good games, and uh, I'm looking to attack this slate, man. How about yourself? Well, this is definitely interesting. So I know when I was doing my research, because uh, we are going to do it by players this time around. I mean, I guess six back players almost every week. Uh, but I was looking at this slate, and I'm like, damn. Uh, I was doing my research, and I'm like, there's a whole lot of horrible defensive teams here. So there's always going to be that scare that if you choose, for example, a Sixers going against the Pistons, right now Bet365 is predicting them to win by 16. So uh, if you're going for Embiid, you're going to better hope he's going to have a crazy three-quarter game or the Pistons break their losing streak and make this game a competitive one. Uh, well, pick your poison. Uh, but, yeah, it's a whole lot of horrible defensive teams. I would guess to mention some other notes from Bet365, uh, Pacers-Wizards, uh, Bet365 predicts it to be a, a total score around 257.5 uh which is insane but also believable uh another big game surprisingly the raptors are involved in it involved in it and that's atlanta and raptors 243.5 that's of course because atlanta is also a horrible defensive team uh a game you might want to stay away from unless you have some of these sneaky picks uh houston and memphis uh over under is predicted around 211.5 uh, that is the lowest games. And I think those are all the main games you really want to know about. In terms of injuries, to give you guys a rough idea, of course, some of these are not, are not final. Uh, Anthony Davis is questionable, I believe. Uh, something to do with the groin uh, area. Uh, LeBron, questionable. He should be able to play. He did miss this Wednesday game, so maybe that's enough rest for him to play against this game against Victor Wembayana. That'd be exciting. Uh, Desmond Bain, questionable. Also missed the Wednesday game that they had. Uh, Zion Williamson is questionable. He also missed uh, last game, too. Eric Gordon, questionable. Jalen Durant still out, of course. Jordan Poole is questionable in this matchup. So, I don't know if they're, if you have him on your slate, but it might be tough to see if he's playing or not. Mike Williams, questionable. Might be coming back from his two three games that he missed recently. DeAndre Hunter, questionable. And, of course, P.J. Washington, questionable. And I think those are all the main injuries uh yep that's about it marco Fultz is actually questionable as well so maybe that's his return coming soon uh but that that about wraps up uh i guess injury news i guess you'll find out a bit more tomorrow on and uh hey kenny as usual start us off with point guards um yeah man for point guards i'm just gonna keep it simple um i'm gonna go with the highest spend up at the point guard position and i'm gonna start it off with Halliburton against washington um, on pace for one of the worst defense in NBA history, and after giving up a historical performance to Giannis and taking a game ball home, 
I really do feel like he's in a prime spot to not only score, distribute, and actually rack up a few steals. Going a little bit cheaper, I'm going to attack the big three. And Bradley Bill going up against New York. I really do love his role as being the third complement player in the offense. And it was really showing in the third quarter last night when he racked up eight of his 14 points in that small slate that he had in the third quarter. And going with the cheapy, again, this is GPP player only. I'm going to go with the former Houston player, and that's Marcus Azir for the Detroit Pistons against Philadelphia. I really do see this game going out of hand and need for offense to come. He kind of been in a doghouse ever since Bogdanovic been back. But again, I really do see this game being over by the half. I do see him getting 16 minutes in this spot for 4-2 at a potential 25-30 draft tonight. Interesting. Interesting. I was tempted by Halliburton, but man, he's he's expensive at 11, was it 11 three? Uh, but man, I think he will probably have one of those crazy games. You just gotta hope Washington can stay within it for maybe four quarters. Uh, uh, because of course Jordan Poole, like I mentioned, is questionable. So if he's not there, then you're gonna need some scoring. Uh, but I'm going for a different type of similar playmaking scoring guard. That's Trey Young at 9900. Uh, he had an amazing game against um, the Raptors on Wednesday. He's had 35 points, 17 assists. And I wouldn't be surprised for him to, to kind of do the same thing. I mean, Raptors tend to struggle to guard someone like Trey Young. And, of course, it would be amazing for him to get another 68.5 DK Fantasy point night. But if he just gets around his averages, which I think he could still get around 60. I mean, he had 27 shots. I think out of the last five games, there was only one game where he had 12 shots, where he only played 26 minutes. But in other games, he had around, I want to say average around like 27 shots. So if he gets that same amount of shot, uh, usage rate is up, of course. And then just distributing the ball like he did it on Wednesday, I think you can expect another solid night from him. Uh, so, of course, opposite side of the paces, I'm going for a Washington Wizards play. And I'm going for Tyus Jones. This might be the first time I've ever picked Tyus Jones in this type of setting. And uh, while well, he's just been on a pretty good slate of games, uh, I want to say in the past four, five games, he's been able to hit over 30 twice, uh, over 20 around two games. This row against the Pelicans, but in the, in the game against Indiana last time they faced off, he did have around 33 DK fancy points. This is a home game where he tends to play much better. He shoots over, he shoots around 56% from the field compared to 46% on a home and away games. So I think uh, based off the uh, the statistics, I'm going to go with Tyus Jones having another great night at 5,600. And at the cheapy, I'm going to go with uh, Malachi Branham. Uh, he was a player who I think kind of played much better than Devin Fassell. And I think, again, we're basically a repeat game of Wednesday because they are playing a San Antonio once again. But he had a great game against uh, Lakers. He also has been getting a lot more play. Uh, again, the game against Houston had 34 minutes. Uh, so you're hoping he can get the same type of play. Uh, of course, it will be tough when Devin Fassell, if he tends to have a great night, then Michael Brennan might have a much more tougher time to get those opportunities. But as long as he keeps his consistent play, hits his shots, uh, even in a game, some games gets you a few assists, a few rebounds, I think you'll get another great night from him. And uh, that's about it on terms of my point guards. Uh, I'll take the lead on shooting guards. And uh, I'm going to go for a play that you chose, and that's Bradley Beal at 6,900. Uh, you mentioned it, just being able to just have the game and just do what he does best and score and not have to worry about dropping 40 or whatever the case may be. 
And at 6,900, he's great price. And I think the fact that he's not on the minutes restriction also helps. And, well, it's like if since he's the third option, I mean, the best defender will be on Kevin Durant. The second best will be on Devin Booker. So Bradley Beal might be one of those guys to have that type of night. And 6,900 is a great price. Uh, I'm going for this another mid-tier guard. I didn't really go too high tier in this area, so I'm going for another 6,000 range uh, shooting guard, and that's uh, Austin Reeves at 6,700. Uh, Austin Reeves finally getting back into his end-season form, or playoff form, I want to say, last season. And while he's been able to average 30 to 60K fantasy points in his last five games, and you're hoping he can keep the same type of playoff that he gave, uh, that he has recently, especially against the San Antonio, which is one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, so if Lakers continue their scoring and he gets the same type of opportunity, I mean, the guy's been able to get you eight assists, seven assists, some games, four rebounds, four or five rebounds. So And he's been able to get you over 20 points like three times in the last five games. So keeping up this consistent play, I think Austin Reeves will have another great night. And on the cheap side, I'm going for Jay Sean Tate at 4,000. Uh, that's funny how I said you should maybe stay away from this game, but Jason Tate is a guy who doesn't really score a lot, but he does impact the game in other ways. For example, rebounding, uh, getting you a few assists, and well, he finally got his minutes back. He got 23 minutes against Memphis and took advantage of the, advantage of the opportunity got some play time. So you're hoping with that game that he can probably get some more minutes against Memphis because they played them again. I mean, there's a whole lot of games being played back-to-back with the two same two teams. Uh, so you're hoping he can play those same minutes against Memphis and has the same type of performance. And uh, But that about wraps up my shooting guards. What about you, Kenny? For the shooting guard position, I'm going to go, I guess you could call it safe, again for my spend-up, and I'm going to go with Scary Terry against the New York New Orleans Pelicans at 8-7. In the past five games, he racked up two or three 30-point double-doubles. And Pelicans, you never know what type of team you get. One team is going to look like a potential playoff team at the Western Conference. The next night, they're going to look like a team that's playing for the first-round pick. So you never know who you're going to get. But you know it will be a high-scoring game for at least one team. Going a little bit cheaper... I'm going back to this Philly-Detroit game for the 6K spot in D'Anthony Melton. Again, I do see a potential blowout, but I do feel like Melton will be safe with 24 minutes. In those 24 minutes, he should be able to get you about three stocks, as well as five to seven three-pointer attempts. This should get you anywhere from 30 to 40 drafting points, depending on how a shot is falling. Going a little bit cheaper. I slow down. I can't believe I'm saying this name. Oh, only play this in GPP. This is 2023. What are you about to say, Kenny? I'm going to the Atlanta Hawks, and I gotta say Wesley (laughs) for three cents. 20 minutes in the game for the past month. About around 20 minutes. Took about five three-pointers against the Toronto Raptors. And for some odd reason, he was one of the few NBA players who could not find our three-pointer in the game against the Toronto Raptors. I really do feel like he will get around the same minutes again, maybe even more. Since I guess Atlanta was saying, hey, we need to play defense on a possession or two. And the best they could do is Wesley Matthews. 
So if you're feeling risky, trying to get a GPP, trying to get a sneaky 25 DraftKings points in that spot, I would take a shot at Wesley Matthews. Um, how you like this small forward position? Small forward is great, but I, I do want to talk about Wesley Matthews a bit, bro, because you, you got to give him a shine. But that's an interesting pick because I'm looking at his stats right now, and he, he's, he's been shooting 23% in 13 games, bro. Hey, like I said, Toronto is a good spot to get your three-pointer foul. Hey, that's if true. the coach is still good at him minutes and he's still putting up those shots, you got a potential to get a sneaky game out of him, especially on GPP with somebody who's less than 1% on at a 3 such spot. I'm taking a chance. Hey, okay, go, go big or go home, right? Uh, but, yep, if you want winning plays, I mean, that's definitely a winning pick because, like you said, the Raptors do allow some threes and with Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, uh, well, these guys tend to do and find their shooters. Uh, but before we get into small forwards, Kenny, I do want to talk about the NBA Fancy Pass at $6 per month. With this pass, you get recaps of the top lines every night. You get daily streams, and you get Discord access to the pros. Uh, this is an amazing package Easy when you use some easy money. Uh, you can actually get the all-sport package, which includes not only NBA, but includes NFL and MLB, if you guys are all interested in those sports. Uh, the amazing package gives you all three sports access to the same things that I mentioned. That's a great quality package. Uh, but small forwards, you mentioned the Pelicans, and you said one way you can, sometimes you can get the team that will be competing in the Western Conference Finals, and sometimes you'll get the team that we saw, I want to say, the semifinals of the in-season tournament, uh, which they got slapped by the Lakers. Uh, but last game, we got a we got the one that were in the Western Conference Finals, and that's Brandon Ingram at 8,200, who had a 40-point game against uh, the Wizards. <laughs> so... I guess you got to give him some slack because Wizards are trash. Uh, but I, I've, Charlotte is not a great defensive team. Of course, they do have some quality players. Uh, but I do think Brandon Ingram will have another solid night. Uh, the only thing is uh, Zion Williamson's uh, availability. If he's not playing, I think Brandon Ingram's going to be a must-pick. But even if he doesn't, if he even if he does play, uh, I was just looking at the difference between usage rates. I mean, Brandon Ingram without Zion Williamson, has, I think, has 36% usage rate. With Zion, he has a 30% usage rate. So there is a 6% difference, but in this game against Washington, he only had 40, 31 minutes and still got you 40 points, three rebounds, uh, two rebounds, three assists. So you're hoping against the Charlotte game, which might be a bit more tougher defensively compared to the Wizards. Uh, he will still have a pretty solid night. He may be able to get to get to the free throw line like he usually does, get your on nine free throws, and just have another solid game at 8,200. Uh, to go for another player, I'm going for my first pacer. Uh, I think this is actually my first and only pacer <laughs> that I'm not that I mentioned that. Uh, but Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown at 6,200, uh, a guy who technically I should go for a score here, but Bruce Brown has had some great games uh, as of recently. And well, I guess the Washington Wizards was the one who stood out, uh, had shot, uh, had around 34 DK fantasy points against them last time around. And you're hoping in this type of game he can keep the same. Uh, averages up and just have another solid game like he's been able to do in terms of not only getting you a few points but getting you rebounds assists and just kind of just doing what he does best uh and going for another mid-tier player and another pelican and that's Trey Murphy the third at 5500 uh Trey Murphy the third another one I'm going to say it's kind of a safe pick if Zion plays or not he's only 5500 and he finally had I want to say it's the best game of the season where he had 27.6 rebounds four assists uh shot incredibly efficient in efficiently uh, so you're hoping again against Charlotte another saw. Uh, I want to say they're as bad as the Wizards, but they're not a great defensive team either. So I think 
Trey Murphy III will have another opportunity to just have a solid night and to score easy buckets at a 5,500. That's a pretty nice price. That's kind of where I like him because he can have that explosive night, and that explosive night might be the one that wins you that uh, that, that bank. You feel me? Uh, and then budget-wise, I'm going for Vince Williams Jr. This is actually a player I've recently been looking at. Uh, literally, I, did, I remember I seen him in the box score a few times. I had to watch his game to see what he was doing. And But he's kind of been just doing the, this dirty work, I want to say. Uh, doesn't score a lot. He'll get you 10 points here and there. But he's been rebounding the ball. Uh, he'll sometimes get you a couple assists. It's nothing too crazy, but at 4,300 is kind of what you expect. Uh, I mean, in the past two games, he's been able to get you, get you seven rebounds against Houston, nine rebounds against Dallas. And, well, in the similar, same matchup, like I said, Houston and Memphis playing off again. Uh, you're hoping he can have another type of performance and just kind of just do what he's been able to do is score a few buckets and just rebound. And at 4,200, I kind of like that price. Uh, solid picks, solid picks. For me, at the small forward position, I'm going a little bit different. For my spend-up, I'm thinking of going one or two routes. Route one, back-to-back game for Boston. Still will be at home. Got upset by this team the last time they played them. Mm -hmm. After... They was on the back-to-back, and they ended up beating the Nuggets. They actually eliminated... They, they actually kept the five-game win streak. It was actually the talk of the league because of that. And I'm actually going to go with Franz Wagner Ooh. for my stand-up at 7-8. So, I do feel like the majority of ownerships on Magic players will be going to Mr. Boncaro. But if you want to get a little sneaky and get somebody at about 7% ownership or less, I'm actually, I'm going to pull the trigger on Wagner. He's been taking about four threes a game, started to pick up his rebounding and assists again this year. It was down at the beginning of the year, but ever since the start of December, they was actually racking up, giving you about 10 rebounds and assists per game combined. The only problem I have about this is the potential of fell trouble since the last time they played, Porzingis was not on the court. So if Porzingis do sit out on the back-to-back, this will be my favorite Magic player to have in GPPs. Going a bit cheaper, um, going back to this um, Detroit-Philly game, for 6-1, you have potential all-rookie team player in our zero tops. One problem with him, especially in a blowout, is will he get his minutes? Mm-hmm. You check that box, it's like, okay, he's going to get 30 minutes. Second thing you need to worry about, will he take more than five field goal attempts if he get 30 minutes? That's the problem. So depending on how you game script this and how the rotations will be in a blowout, you might just be left getting... 10 rebounds and potentially 5 to 7 points out of Zero Thompson, or you have a potential of getting a double-double with a couple stops. So, depending on your risk factor, you can either play him in cash or GPPs at 6-1 against Philadelphia, 
going cheaper and also a little bit more riskier. I'm going to the San Antonio Los Angeles game and I'm going to go with the most intriguing point guard play this season at Seti Osman at 4-3. Minutes in all around in the month of December, some games he's giving you 30 minutes at point guard, some games he's giving you 10 minutes as a spot-up shooter. So depending on your risk factor, going up against a, a repeat game against the Lakers, i We'll have some interest in them in GPPs, potentially giving you five assists, a couple rebounds. And if his three-pointer is falling, giving you about 12 to 15 natural points. Interesting. I like it. I definitely thought about Seti Osman, but, I mean, like you said, right, it's always about the, the minutes, right? Especially Asar Thompson, because that's – Asar Thompson at 6,100, I think he's it's been a while since he's been at that price. Uh, but you're hoping if that game is competitive, he definitely will be a big part of that game being competitive. So that's for sure. Uh, but I'm going to take the lead on power forwards. And I'm going to start off with, uh, I guess, a bit of Raptor bias. I'm going with Siakam at 8,300. Uh, Siakam, I feel like, is amazing when he goes against these teams who don't have a really, I want to say, a solidified defender for him. And, uh, of course, the Raptors did shoot amazingly efficient against the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday. Uh, but Siakam also has been kind of getting his groove back. There's been games where he's been getting around 40 DK fantasy points, sometimes 46. Uh, so you're hoping he can kind of get back into that groove, play, because he's been getting consistently around 35 minutes. Uh, and he has been basically the first option for his team. Of course, it, things were a bit different in the beginning of the season where Scotty was the first option. Uh, but now that's basically back to Siakam. And well, he's been getting you around five assists, five rebounds sometimes, sometimes a couple of steals, a couple of blocks. Uh, still hoping the Raptors against Atlanta once again will be another high-scoring match, and Siakam I think will have another great night. I just don't think they have a defender from. Of course, Anyaka Kongu is uh, always an interesting one, uh, but he usually, I mean, they did play him and Clint Capella together, so that is something that is intriguing. Uh, but I decided to go. I'm still going to go with Pascal at 8300. Uh, mid-tier wise, I like Keldon Johnson at 6800. Calvin Johnson does scare me a bit, uh, and I know this because he's on my Yahoo fantasy team. And sometimes you'll have those games where he goes off, and sometimes he will have these games where he tends to struggle. And of course, when it's Lakers, they are a bit defensive oriented. They got Anthony Davis in the paint, uh, but he had a great game. Of course, another one of those repeat games. And, and just in general, I mean, I was looking at his stats. I mean, the guy is just much better when it comes to playing at home. I mean, shoots 51% from the field compared to 42% on the road. 44% from three compared to 26% on the road. So you're hoping, I mean, the difference is really eight DK fantasy points, which is pretty huge when it comes down to the Kelvin Johnson. And so you're hoping he can have another type of performance that kind of replicates what he did against the Lakers. Uh, even if it's not 48, maybe he's still around 40, a high 30s game. That, that'll pretty be uh, still be a solid price for him. Uh, Mid-tier wise, I'm gonna go for another Houston Rockets. Uh, in this game that I didn't expect to be high scoring, which probably won't be, but uh, Tari Eason, I think uh, perhaps it might be one of your picks too, because Tari Eason has been playing some pretty great basketball as of these past two games, uh, and well, just getting you one, he got he's got 14 rebounds in back-to-back games, but in general, before that, he's been getting eight rebounds, uh, seven rebounds, even in games where the team only scores like 97 points or 93 points, he's been able to get rebounds and well in the past two games he's been able to hit 18 points uh one game and 25 in the other 
uh, and efficiently. I mean, he shot over 50% from the field, uh, 75% from three against Memphis. So in this repeat game, just if he can get 42, that would be a dream come true. Uh, but at 5,200, I think if you're pretty much expected to get maybe around 30 DK fantasy points, I mean, as long as he keeps on getting play time, you know, hopefully Amyudoka rewards his play. And, well, in this matchup, I think I think he would definitely be able to get that similar type of performance, maybe around 15 points, 10 rebounds, 8 rebounds, something along the lines of that. And then I got one more budget pick. This one's a bit more cheaper. And that's a guy you mentioned last week, and that's Chimizi Metu at uh, 4,200. Uh, one of the guys that I was looking at, I mean, the sense is always a bit difficult because, you know, they have a whole lot of bench players who you kind of pick and choose. Uh, but Chimizi Metu has a kind of good streak going on. He's been able to get 23 minutes almost in the past three games uh, and get some consistent play around 24 DK fantasy points, 18 in the the last game against Brooklyn. Uh, so you're hoping he kind of gets that uh, spot as the backup power forward. And of course, he's competing with Nazir Little, I want to say, Yuta Watanabe. Uh, so if he's still just hitting his shots, hitting his threes, I think he will be another good shout at 4,200 to just hit that, uh, hit that marker. And uh, that's it on terms of my power forwards. What about you? Um, at the power forward position, it's pretty simple. Running back 80 against San Antonio. I believe that's probably would be one of the most straightforward, chalkiest play you will see on this slate. People was disappointed with um, two nights ago after only registering zero blocks. Got you four steals. Three of them came in the fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. And ended with 60 DraftKings points when people was hoping for a 75 DraftKings point nine that somebody else on the floor might have got instead of him. Hmm. Going a little bit cheaper. Gonna actually go back to the Charlotte game, get Miles Bridges for 7-5. You never know. Who's going to be the weed to attack on a GPP when it comes to the Hornets? Sometimes you have Hayward, sometimes you have Bridges, mm-hmm. sometimes you have nobody. In this case, <laughs> Bridges will be the guy, most consistent minutes on the team, has rebounding ability on a team that don't really have too many great rebounders, especially if we... Um, have a player named Zion out on the floor with him. I, I really don't see Zion outreaching him or out hustling him for any rebounds. Going a little bit cheaper, I'm actually going to just go to the 3-9 spot, I believe. My, my fault. The 4K spot. Back to this ah, this ugly game, I guess <laughs> is one way to put it. But I believe Jonathan Isaac in this Orlando-Boston rematch will have the potential to have a double-double in this game, even if he only gets you 15 to 20 minutes. Here's the problem. Porzingis, will he be playing? I really do feel like a player like Porzingis will bring a lot of trouble to Jonathan Isaac and a lot of fails to Jonathan Isaac as well. So, if Porzingis is out, 
lock Jonathan Isaac in for 15 minutes, lock his rebounds in as over as a prop. Play him in this matchup. That's a potential 25 draft team point night. That's all I got, man. How's how you looking for center? Uh, before we dive into centers, I want to talk about the DFS pass, which you can get for five dollars per month. And you, with this pass, you get DFS delivery, you get the pickums daily, I believe, from Thrive Fantasy, and also, also you get Discord access to the pros. I mentioned the NBA Fantasy pass. This is also another pass that will win you some great money. Uh, but centers, I think you you already know kind of who I'm going for. You went with AD, I'm gonna go with the guy on opposite side of AD, and that's Victor Wembanyama. At 9,100, I think this probably might be the most selected pick, I want to say, the most picked player for that night. And, I mean, there's some means to it. I mean, the guy is finally playing the center spot, uh, of course, and he will be matched up against AD once again. And he had a great showing uh, against AD, and which is not easy because Andy Davis is one of the best defenders, if not the best, I want to say, big man defender in the league. And despite that, he got 68 DK fantasy points. So I think if you can have uh, another similar performance, uh, I mean, that would be amazing. But just come back to his means. I mean, you still get around 55 uh, DK fantasy points or even around, like, under a high 50s, I want to say. That's still a really great night. And just how I mentioned Keldon Johnson playing much better at home, Victor Wembanyama suffers around the same thing because uh, in the games he plays at home, he averages around 49 DK fantasy points. In the games he has uh, on the road, it's 39. So much more efficient when he plays at home and just much more... I guess comfortable, which makes sense. Who doesn't love home cooking? So uh, Victor Wembanyama once again, 9100 is my guy to go for. Uh, next up, I didn't go for no mid-tier guys, so I do have a couple, a few, I would say, budget guys that I really like. Uh, starting off with Onyeka Kongu. I mentioned he was sharing the floor with Clint Capella, and that's mainly due to the fact that he was able to hit some threes. I mean, he shot three for five from the three, 60%, uh, which is insane to really think about. Uh, but he also had eight rebounds, two blocks to go with it. Uh, overall, he's kind of been, I want to say, the better center between him and Clint Capella. Uh, but he hasn't really gotten that sparring spot. But he has been able to get you around 30 minutes last game against the Raptors, 28 against Denver. And you're hoping if he can continuously hit that three-point shot, he will get a lot more minutes. It's just that it can be difficult for him to share the court with Clint Capella. But in his tall Raptors team, going to get Scotty, OG, Siakam, Poto in the starting lineup. Anika Kongo, I think, will still get continuous play because you're going to need his height. You're going to need his physicality to match up against these guys. Uh, another budget guy I got was uh, Xavier Tillman. Another guy who I want to say is victim of just playing much better at home games than he is on the uh, road games. And against Houston, uh, he didn't play this last game, uh, I think, due to some injury. Uh, but... Generally, he's been playing much better. I mean, the difference is 10 DK fantasy points. He averages around 25 when he plays at home games. And he kind of is getting back in groove, hopefully. Hopefully with no minutes restriction from coming back from this injury. And have another similar performance against uh, Houston. Uh, and then another one I got is uh, Presh Achua. Uh, surprisingly, uh, off the bench, he's been averaging around 18 minutes. But uh, he's been able to get to around 20 DK fantasy points, I want to say, around average. Uh, the game against Charlotte recently, he had 32. And as long as he keeps on coming with that energy, Chris Boucher hasn't been playing, which means Precious kind of is that main big man, I want to say. And, well, he's kind of been just doing what he's been able to do. I mean, this last game, he got uh, three stocks, uh, seven rebounds, seven points. So if he continuously just has these type of performances where he can get you a few blocks, a couple of steals, 
uh, some buckets, some rebounds. At 4,600, I think it's a pretty good price. Yeah, man. Going back to Chua, last night, um, posted on the Twitter, um, Chua's rebounds, Young's points plus assists, and that ended up cashing it by the third quarter. So I really do appreciate Chua and the rebounding that he's bringing, especially how he was able to bring um, six rebounds in the third quarter. Came up pretty clutch when he only had two going into the half. Going to the center position, I'm actually going to go a little bit different than you. Um, for 8-9, I'm going with somebody who should have low ownership due to a struggling performance last night, and that's Mr. Shingoon. I really do feel like this is going to be a potential 50-point draft king night out of him in a rebound. I do feel like he will get more minutes, won't be a foul trouble, and I, I really just see this game going a whole lot different than um, what was played on the floor last night. Going a little bit cheaper to mid-tier, i actually going to go um, a little bit different than you. Uh, I'm going to gag a little bit. For 5-8, I'm going to actually pick up Zach Collins. I really do feel Ooh. like Anthony Davis was able to see Wimbayama for the first time. And if you remember, he did fell out of the game. I really do see Wimbayama getting two early fells because they will attack him, get him in fell trouble, and we will see more minutes from Zach Collins. So I really do see 24 to 30 minutes from Zach Collins in this spot at 5'8", and I will play him in both GPP and cash. Going a little bit crazier, a little bit cheaper, I'm actually going to go with. Oh, I'm actually going to go back to the Phoenix game that I mentioned earlier. And even though you said Matsu might be getting a little bit more minutes, I really do feel like they will be going a little bit bigger. And I feel like you, Phoenix, will be getting 15 to 20 minutes in this matchup. If you remember correctly, he had zero playing time against the Brooklyn team. I do feel like that's one of the reasons for the loss in that game. I really do feel like they gave too many minutes to Matsu, too many minutes for Little. I do feel like these minutes will be reduced, and you will see you get to a 15, 20-minute spot and potentially a 20-point night. That's all I got for centers, man. Hey, that wraps that about wraps up our center spot. But it's interesting because I'm going with uh Victor, you're going with Singun. I think we might have our first duel of the season. You feel me? That's around the close range, both playing their center spots. Uh I guess we're gonna have bragging rights next time it comes around. But uh I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You know, uh, obviously me and Kenny we always try to do our best. We try to find you these gems to go for and sometimes these different routes you can go with. That's why we always go for these high tier, mid tier, and low tier players. Uh, but that about wraps it up. Uh, if you guys want to hit me up on Twitter, you can hit me up at two nice. That'll be spelled T O zero underscore nice underscore. And Kenny, where can these guys find you? Yeah. On Twitter, you can find me at orange ZFS. Always talking about all levels of basketball from Euro leagues, women, college basketball, man, college basketball, NBL, NBA. I'm always down to talk basketball. So please feel free to hit me up. Beautiful. I hope you guys enjoy and I hopefully you guys win some big money. Goodbye.